0: This is RV on business. Welcome to, back to one hundred one point nine High FM. It is eighty minutes to one. Thank you so much for joining us once again. On the line with me, or on the Zoom line with me, is Stephen Ablody. Stephen, welcome to High FM.
1: Avi, thank you very much. It's a privilege to live in the Free State, and it's a privilege to
0: be with you this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> well, I'm happy it's a privilege to live in the Free State. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful part of the country. Have you been here for a winter yet? <laughs> well, I think maybe 18, but... Uh, oh, well, there you go. So yeah. you get a white winter from time to time, I'm sure? We sure do. Thank you. Fantastic. Where are you
1: from originally? Uh, my wife and I are from Vermont in the United States. Oh, ah, okay. We, we do go there for most of their summer, so we do skip most of the free state winters, but but we have been here plenty, yes. Oh, fantastic.
0: Good, good. Let's get straight into it. We're talking about a, about sport, and in South Africa, we know it's a sports-crazy culture, and not only that, sport has been fundamental in South Africa. The time that Nelson Mandela put on the Springbok jersey in the World Cup um, was most one of the most significant moves that any world leader has made for reconciliation any time. Um, and it was through sport where he took the jersey that maybe symbolized separation and he put it on to show that the nation is cohesive and together. And South Africa has never looked back from that. You are introducing a new sport into, into South Africa. I've seen it around the world. And in fact, I've seen tennis courts be um, being con- converted. Just the other day, I was actually walking and I commented to my wife that these courts have changed. And uh, once I did a bit of research, I realized that's what it is. Talk us through what I'm talking about and explain to our listeners why you're so excited about it. Well, I'm really
1: glad that you started with that type of introduction with Nelson Mandela, with the importance of sports in South Africa. Yes, the country is sports crazy. Now, my wife and I, and now Drakensberg Club, we aspire to no less than to change the face of a community. And we call ourselves Global. Meemal is a little town we live in. The world is global and we're the dot. We're the people who connect and bring thoughts and attention in from the outside. And people pay attention to Meemal that would have never paid attention before. And we try to help things along. And Pickleball is one of the many, many initiatives that we've
0: introduced. Talk us through what picket ball is because the truth is I didn't know until I Googled it and the moment I saw it, I realized what it was because I've been watching it quite a lot. Okay. I don't know that you have any video for any of the people
1: that'll be seeing this, but the background, this is the pickleball, pickle-like So
0: that's that's a a large air golf ball, so to speak. Yeah. In
1: America, you'd call it a wiffle ball. People Mm -hmm. would, would play sports with it. The importance of the holes is that when someone smashes the ball toward your side, it's slowly slowing down. So in tennis, if someone smashes the ball past you, you basically have no chance to get to it. It just travels quickly. Pickleball still travels quickly, but the ball is slowing down. So people have a much better chance to get to it, play it and keep a rally going for an extended period of time. Therefore, If tennis, for example, there's an average of two or three hits per point, pickleball might have 10 or 12 hits per point because it's easy to get to. And so people get a lot more exercise
0: and they have a lot more fun. Does one need the expensive infrastructure that we would have you know, typically with tennis? Well, most of it comes
1: down to maintenance. And for the size of a tennis court, you can have three or four pickleball courts. So you can have more people playing. You have the same amount of maintenance over time, whether you're going to spend a few rands a year or a lot of rands a year keeping it in perfect condition, that's up to you. But you can pack a lot more sport into a very small area to play. And the racket itself is much smaller. It's less expensive than a tennis racket. And it's much easier to control for people. I have never seen a sport anywhere in the world where the average person can play for one or two days and begin having fun immediately. No one can walk onto a golf course and begin having fun. It's torture. No one can (laughs) walk onto a tennis court and start having fun. It's torture. Pickleball is a pleasure from day one. Therefore, men can play it, women can play it, youth can play it, seniors can play it. It's the fountain of youth. It keeps people in their 60s and 70s going. And uh, they can play with 20 year olds and 30 year olds and it's a, it's a joyous activity.
0: Stephen, why pickleball to uplift a community?
1: Well, I, was, um, I said that it's one of many initiatives that we have been working on. I'll very briefly go through a few of the things. Um, we started by introducing sports to the girls in the primary school in Myanmar. We noticed that what few activities there were, were for boys. So we bring international volunteers over from the States to work with the girls after school and we did sports we did dance we did choir we did all kinds of wonderful things with the kids we built libraries each of the three primary schools in Miamul and Zumaní now have a library that are filled with thousands of books that have been donated from people in the states and once again we're just a dot we're connecting the people who donate with the areas that need it other things that we've done are to create a very pleasant residential compound. It's filled with organic vegetables because not only are they great for the environment, but they're labor intensive and South Africa has to find employment for its people. We have natural building techniques going on here. Not only are our guest houses and our homes beautiful, but they're hiring lots and lots of people who uh, work on these projects, more so than conventional buildings. And I was pursuing a matrix for this community that was not conventional. And I came upon the co-housing community of the United States, which has taken ideas that were developed in Denmark and Scandinavia and began building residential communities in America that do not have professional oversight. They make their own decisions themselves, they make their own rules, they do their own work. And now there are about 300, 400 of these communities in America And we have built um, the first one in South Africa. And that is what our Drakensberg Club is taking over. And people from Joburg are coming down here to follow through on our work. And pickleball fits right into that because, as I said, old people can play, young people can play, black people, white people, boys, girls. Everyone can get out on the court together. And the laughter rings. It's not like tennis. Tennis is way serious compared to pickleball. Pickleball people compete, they laugh, they joke. It's a joyous, joyous activity and it fits in perfect for building a community.
0: Uh, from what I've seen, you can either play doubles or singles, correct?
1: True, true. And both of them have their own wonderful aspects, but we like to play doubles. It involves more people and a little bit more laughter. And um, is your court
0: up and running now?
1: It is, we uh, developed it in 2020 during the lockdown. We were actually in a project rebuilding an old disused apartheid era tennis court. And we were told that we couldn't leave the compound anymore, that we had to keep people at home. And so the few people that were living here with us and working with us, we by hand, we got out some spades and we got cement and we dug out the turf and we put down steel mesh and we filled it up and we painted it. And now we've got an absolutely stunning, beautiful dedicated pickleball court a court that's not shared with tennis players
0: even how do people get hold of you and how people follow your progress and your work
1: well we do have a website it is www.miemel.global. Global is like com or org so it's memel m-e-m-e-l dot global and on that website there's a there's a a, a tab for getting in contact with us and I pay personal attention to anyone who wants to write us an email and send us a message that way.
0: So it's memel.global.
1: M-E-M-E-L dot global.
0: Okay, sorry, I don't usually do this. Uh there we go. Yes, very nice website with a very nice with very nice photos and, and pictures. So please go have a uh, go look and have a look. Can people reach you on your contact numbers on the website? Uh, as
1: I said, there's a there's a link for sending emails and I see every single one of those myself. Um, that's the best way to do it. And I'm happy okay. to give out my cell
0: phone number to people Please who do. contact us through the email. Okay, fantastic. Great. Stephen, as always, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm just scrolling through your website. Beautifully done. A lot of information there. And really, from what I'm seeing, one of your functions is to really undo the deep-seated damage that the evil um, regime of apartheid caused across this country, and as much as it's many years and a few generations ago, the, the damage is still there. And it's amazing that people like you come in and uh, really rebuild and build from scratch and sometimes dismantle that which needs to be broken down and rebuild that which needs to be done. So thank you for that. I appreciate that you appreciate that, Avi. Thank you very much. Stephen, thanks so much for joining us. Craig, thanks so much for pushing the buttons. And thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week.